Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. It's going down right here. Man, I am re-watching the game from last night as we come on air. And that was special. Bill Rivers, man. Whatever you guys have ever thought about him, yeah. the guy's got stones. He just does. He does. He sure does. It used to result in a lot of interceptions, but you know what? Listen, it resulted in like two last night Like they used to say also. about the honey badger, Phil Rivers don't care. Phil Rivers don't care. He sure don't. Phil Rivers do not care. He's going to wear his bolo tie and procreate regardless. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Child number nine on the way. I'm telling you. And win number 11 in the books last night. So uh, we've talked about the Chargers a lot. Uh, Dane has talked about them from the beginning of the season. I've been talking about how they're on the come, and I think they're probably the best team in the AFC. And in two of the last three weeks, they go on the road against a formidable AFC opponent. One could argue the Steelers are no longer formidable. But down two touchdowns. In the second half, in this case, in four five minutes to go, they're down two touchdowns, and they score and they come back and they win both games. It's just incredible. They go with the, they put their cojones on the line last That's night to right. go for two, and I can appreciate. I it. I like the call too on the road with momentum. Yeah, yeah. Look, Keep man, Patty Mahomes man. off the field. Like we more and more we see the anal- wow, he's so open too. I just yeah, oh yeah, rewatched yeah, he was. it. So yeah, he full was. disclosure, I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep with no, right this is after Mike the Williams Justin. wide open. Yeah. I, yeah, I just fell asleep with right after the Justin Jackson touchdown and like the, the ensuing penalties as Dane and I were talking about getting on air. But really, an amazing comeback. Just uh, I'll leave it to you, Dane, because you yeah. you've been on the Chargers in the Listen. Super Bowl all year. Right, and this is like, you know, my my perfect time to try to, you know, gl- not gloat per se, but revel in it. Listen, honestly, Mike, I think this is the most impressive win in the NFL all season long. You mentioned that they came back from 14 down, right? But they came back from 14 down without their number one running back, Melvin Gordon, without their number one wide receiver, Keenan Allen, who got right. banged up with a hip injury, and uh-huh. still – at Kansas City, down two touchdowns, this team was able to come back and get a win. Show me a more impressive win in the NFL on the road against one of the big boys like the Rams or the Chiefs or the Saints or something like that. When you don't have your starting running back, you don't have your starting wide receiver, your number one wideout. You know, I've been saying the Chargers for a long time, Mike, and listen, in the last month, they take care of Seattle at Seattle, which now looks like a more impressive win based on the way the Seahawks. To your point, they were down 14 at Pittsburgh last week. They're now down 14 at 
Kansas City. And listen, this team now at 11-3, and three, I don't care who they are playing, Blewett. They have proven they could be on the road at New England. I don't think yeah. it matters. This team is complete on both sides of the ball. And the last thing I'll say right here, Blewett, is, you know, it's 29-28. But if you look in the box score... They held the Kansas City Chiefs to under 300 total yards. That's yep. impressive. Patty Mahomes is 243 yards. He was great in the first his, half, and then they didn't do anything in the second half. His 243 yards, his lowest output of the season. This was also a good defensive effort. They forced the Chiefs a few three and outs when they needed it. The Chargers are a complete team. I hope you guys were listening to me earlier on in the season. They, he threw two picks in the first half just like they did at the Steelers. They're now yeah. 23-7 in Pittsburgh, a team that had a franchise that had never lost a two-touchdown lead in the history of uh, Heinz Field and Three Rivers Stadium and wherever the heck they played before right. that. So um, really impressive. And as much as we talked about the Texans on there, uh, that was a nine-game win streak that came right. to an end against uh, Indianapolis. This win streak by the Chargers isn't as long. But, but the it's against for a competition. The only loss they have since September 23rd is a walk-off field goal against Denver. Right. Uh, it was in San Diego, but, or rather L.A., sorry. Uh, damn it. I got through most of the season <laughs> doing this. I messed it up right here. But in any event, uh, that's the only loss is the Brandon McManus walk-off field goal. They beat the Niners 29-27, Raiders at Browns, Titans in London, which obviously, it's ironic, they get the two-point conversion to go their way in London. That's right. It went their way also, and the Titans missed it. By the way, I really needed that two-point conversion. Wink, (laughs) wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Then they go to Seattle. They go to Oakland, lose to Denver, blow out Arizona. Steelers come back, win. Bengals they beat, uh, and the comeback win against Kansas City last night. These haven't all been blowouts. They've won tight games. And that's what you like seeing. You do like to see that because while you don't want to mess around with teams and keep them close all the time, this is the NFL. Nobody's running up there like Alabama and rolling over teams week in, week out. Heck, you know, the Bears win with L.A. coming into town I thought was impressive, but this one is right there. I'm with you, Dane. And to do that to the Steelers and the Chiefs inside of 11 days is beyond impressive. Yeah, and, uh, like, listen, that, yes, that Bears win with the Rams coming to town was definitely impressive. The Bears were at home in that game. The Bears had, you know, their their quarterback coming back. They had their full complement of weapons. This Chargers team, you mentioned they stubbed their toe at Denver. Their only other two losses are at the Rams and against these same Kansas City Chiefs. Like, you know, we talk about, and it's interesting blew it on freestyle right before the game goes you know I said here was my narrative for the game I said I like whoever the last team with the ball is and I think the critical question will just be will Philip Rivers come up clutch or will he throw the goofy pick you know and that's exactly what it came down to and the Chargers get this win also Philip Rivers threw a ridiculous pick the first play of the game Philip Rivers threw a pick at the end of the first half that that when they should have preserved that last three points that was going to be a killer I I thought it was too. I thought so it was I. a really yeah. horrible throw too. Like just a really bonehead Phil Rivers kind of throw. Um, you know, I'm not right, the prototypical that. bonehead throw, right? Yeah, but the like Chargers just... are now overcoming even that. They're overcoming all this stuff. Um, you know, and 
Not for nothing, blew it, but I, you know, yes, I've been on the Chargers all season long, blah, 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 blah. I heard a very interesting um, interview with Philip Rivers that I mentioned to you guys um, right after the London trip. Okay, I, I mentioned that they had something like a stretch of a, a month and a half where they had only one home game, right? They had like three road games, the bye and the London game. So they were traveling on the road for something like five weeks in a row. And Philip Rivers was saying that that London trip really helped like the team chemistry. And they keep on saying, I don't know if you hear it, but in every interview, they're saying like the locker room is a fun place to be. This team is bonding. They feel like something special is happening. And, yeah. you know, it's starting to play out on the field. I, He's listen, not wrong. That's right. Exactly. You know, and I think that London trip could have helped. Listen, I can say it because I've said it all season long, but this team is going to be live wherever they go in the playoffs, New England included. Agreed. Now, the Chiefs still have the uh, tiebreaker yeah. on them. so but they got to go to Seattle. <laughs> right. So they got to go right. to Seattle. Blue. Oh, sorry, sorry. Remember I was, I was saying help a couple of weeks coughing, ago. But yeah. yeah, sorry. Remember a couple of weeks ago. I, I kept talking about why, why is everybody gifting everyone all the wins the rest yeah. of the way? Like, ah, the Chiefs are just going to go 15-1. The Rams are going to blow through the rest of their schedule. It's like, wait right. a second. The Saints aren't either. So we're going to get a couple of a couple or three losses in a few instances, and yeah. it's going to be a battle to the end. Seattle's not going to lay down for Like 13-3 and three is still an up. incredible record in the NFL. You know? Right. Like, we don't <laughs> just go through year after year teams right. knocking out 14 and 15 wins. It doesn't happen. In fact, you know, you, you know I've talked about my over-unders all right. year. The, the reason I, I didn't swap in New England. Right, because you don't I was go over 12 and a half or whatever it is. Yeah, it was 11 <laughs> and a half. Like, I, I can't guarantee 12 yeah. wins. Like, if they went 11 and 5, it's a pretty good year. And you Stuff know, happens you, in the NFL. These right, teams are like on their the third-string running back. Right, like yeah, the Miami exactly. miracle happens. Shouts yeah. to Miami. I said these other ones were the big wins. I'm not denigrating that win in any way. It's really it's the play of the year and the you know the play of the year. Yes, the shocking play of the year. So just to break down this game for those of you that didn't get a chance to dive into it, Phil Rivers ends up with a really nice game. Twenty six of thirty eight, two scores. He does throw the two picks. Justin Jackson, uh, pretty efficient on nineteen touches. Uh, 70, uh, 85 yards and a score. Uh, Mike Williams, obviously the monster game. He goes seven for 76, two touchdowns, but he ran in an end around 19 yard score where he's barely touched, by the way. Yeah, nice uh, cut so inside, though, too. Three Usually touchdowns. those go all the way outside. He cut it back in. I think it was a nice Yeah, play. three touchdowns. Plus, he got the two pointer uh, there at the end as well, correct? Yes. That, yeah. When he was I, wide open. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was standing by himself in the yes. middle of the end zone. So, Detrez uh, yeah. Newsom, how about that? <laughs> yeah. If, uh, for those of you playing in <laughs> showdown slates on DFS, if you threw mm-hmm. him in there at a minimum, uh, he got eight carry. He got eight touches sure. overall for 53 yards. So, sure. shout out to him. I benched Tyrell Williams in favor of Seth Roberts in one of my leagues. Uh, and I'm not going to worry about that. But six catches for 71 yards. Hey, Seth hasn't played yet, so we got to give him a shot. Um, that was, t- and honestly, if Keenan Allen is in there, I don't right. think Tyrell Williams is seeing that. Yeah. I don't know what Mike Williams is seeing either, frankly, because Keenan Allen, for the previous month, going up till Sunday. So I, I didn't. I'm not incorporating Sunday's game. I just remember this stat from a few days ago. Um, he was seeing 34% of the market share of targets. That's a, extremely high. That's DeAndre Hopkins territory. Yeah, because they obviously throw to their backs a lot too, whether it's Jackson or Eckler 
or Gordon. They throw to their backs a lot. So that was not leaving that much for Mike and Tyrell Williams combined, which is why I thought to bench Tyrell Williams. Um, so that's it on the Chargers side of things. Uh, Travis Benjamin did have, though, a couple of big catches. He goes two for oh, 57, yeah. but they're much bigger the down in the play. NFL variety than they were in the fantasy variety. He had a carry for eight yards, but, man, he had a huge, huge catch uh, there late. Like you know, 12, I guess something like that. Yeah, right. To, to flip the uh, page over to the Chiefs, I, I think the thing that you're most bummed about, first of all, I think they continue to show some defensive liability uh, on the whole. It's gotten better, but I still think they're giving up 29 points at home to the Chargers and getting two scores put up on them in the last four minutes. I think they're giving up 33 points to the Raiders, and I'm concerned. They are in a shootout with Baltimore, who obviously seen an uptick offensively with Lamar Jackson under center, but nonetheless, it is not a high-octane team. So they get themselves They are getting a a pass rush, though. They are yes. getting a pass rush, though. Yes, yes, which is helpful. But I just think that they'd still struggle at times uh, to cover people. So um, I think the thing that you're most bummed about, though, is that the four-minute offense didn't get it done. I, I think I think they would have taken it. Yeah, if we're up 28-21, three and a half minutes to go, we're Guess in. first downs. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. We'll get our four-minute offense. Andy Reid can run it will execute. Damian Williams had a good game as it was, so you would think they could pull it off, but Chargers defense held strong. So, Patty Mahomes, 24 of 34, 243, two scores. It's an average, you know, like you said, it's a below average output for him, but it's not a disastrous uh, game right. for him. It's just not what you need when you're in the semifinals of your playoffs. Damian Williams started the show last night. Uh, yeah. I guess Mike Williams technically is the star of the show, but for Kansas City, uh, Damian Williams, 16 touches. That is a total of 110, 123. 30 fantasy points. Yeah, 123, two scores. Yeah, I guess in my half-point PPR, it was 27, but to your okay, point, yeah. uh, it's a 30-point output in, in full-point PPR. Um, let's see, who else? Travis Kelsey, 7 of 61, doesn't get in the end zone. Tyreek Hill. Four for 46 on seven targets. So a touchdown bounce off his face, too. Yeah, yeah. It's happened to him a couple times uh, this year. <laughs> so, uh, it's odd. You can't really criticize him on the whole, uh, clearly. No. But um, and it's the second time I've seen that happen to him. So Demarcus Robinson, vulture, two for yeah. seven, uh, <laughs> and the score. So this, the touchdowns last night uh, receiving go to, of course, if you had Daryl Williams sure. and Demarcus Robinson <laughs> – you win the prize. So uh, Damian Williams with the two rushing scores. Um, a really entertaining game. I'll take this over the 54-51 all day, every day. Exciting ending. We saw some good defense. Uh, we saw too many penalties, as you noted yeah. earlier. But uh, I, I think we always see too many penalties. I'm not accepting of it. I just uh, I, I don't think this one stands out as any more egregious than the other games I've complained about this year. Yeah, I think that's true. It's just like, it's just such a kind of heartbreaker, you know, when they extend drives. I mean, there was one Chargers drive where I think they were getting like their first three first downs uh, via penalty. The one last point I do want to make about this, you know, this is the last Thursday night game. These two teams now have 10 days off. Okay, so for Justin Jackson owners, I'm sorry, but the window has closed. You know, Austin Eckler and or and Melvin Gordon may in fact be back week 16, right? And for the Damian Very Williams possible. guys, you know, Spencer Ware, uh, I think may be back week 16. So while if it's I'm all him, fine I played and dandy, Damian Williams again. 
And maybe it's a real timeshare. I think it it becomes like a real timeshare of where and Williams, because the thing is with Williams, like he was explosive and very quick and all, but he becomes one of those same kind of slight running backs, right? Can he really handle the load? And I don't think the answer is yes, to be quite honest, especially for a Chiefs team that has designs on playing into late January and early February, right? So I just want to let people realize that, you know, the 17 points you got out of Jackson, the 30 points you got out of Williams, you ain't going to get that again week 16. I can't believe they even tried with Melvin Gordon. I, I, I think you got you got to have your eyes on the prize if you're yeah. the Chargers. And if he's not ready next week, don't play him next week. You know, just they, they're right. in a really good position right now. I understand that they're trying to win the division and they're going to push hard to get to 13 wins here. But um, man, they are they are a good football team. I I think they're the best team in the AFC. It's something I've been speculating on for the last few weeks. Um, and something you know, I've been speculating played, on for the last few yeah, months. <laughs> I'm just saying this team played good football without Joey Absolutely. Bosa there, and and now uh, that's where they're at. To Dane's point about the penalties, seven for fifty on on LA and ten for sixty six on the Chiefs. Yeah. So seventeen penalties overall. I've seen this. I think I've seen the Steelers get called for seventeen penalties in one. It was game the timing before, so. of them a lot too, though. Well, it was extending course, yeah. drives, that sort of thing. Of course. So. Uh, when we come back after the break, we'll get into playoff scenarios sure. uh, for the rest of the week um, and the rest of the season for teams in both the AFC and the NSC. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll set up some highlight games for this weekend too. We still got some big matchups on the slate. Not n- none bigger, Dane, than your New York Jets oh, hosting yeah. the Houston Texans. Four thirty oh, yeah. on Saturday. Get excited. Get I'm going to have to miss the fourth Just... quarter of that one to travel <laughs> yeah. to a holiday party, but so that's exactly. okay. I also get, blew it. I want to bounce get off Get excited of for the mid-Saturday yeah. <laughs> fudge job for the NFL. Thanks, Jets yeah. fans. Hope yeah. you don't get a chance to watch your game because it's the middle of holiday season on a Saturday. Exactly. I got ch- to bounce off my poll question for freestyle, which is related to this, and I want to yeah. also get your insight, blew it on um, – I said it no way. Okay. I saw oh, you the did? question. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have no shot. <laughs> I know. I, have thing, four, I got five-year-old basketball practice. That's what I'm I, saying. Exactly you know? at 4.30. It's messed up. And I also want to bounce off you something uh, I heard from Dr. Ray last hour to get your take on. All right, cool. We'll, we'll do it when we come back. But thanks for the fudge, Roger. I got basketball practice. We got to teach people how to dribble. Maybe reach the rim. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. We'll come back. We'll talk. Fundamentals. Uh, chess pass. Playoff. Playoffs next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Indeed knows it's hard to find qualified candidates when you're hiring. It's like finding a unicorn. But when you post your job on Indeed, it's easy to find people with the skills you need. Nurse practitioner, four-plus years experience, acute care certification. Indeed has a huge pool of amazing candidates and screener tools that help you find your most qualified applicants. Whoa, an entire short list of unicorns. See why more than three million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. 
If you're someone that needs fantasy sports advice every day, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network has you covered. When you download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app, you get the top fantasy advice every single day right through the weekend. Be sure to listen to our weekend warriors like College Football Today. Welcome to College Football Today Weekend Fantasy Update. They call me the fantasy Jesus. In this league, it is never short of exciting at ITL. And so much more. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in the iTunes and Google Play Store now. And keep the best fantasy experts right in your pocket all day long and all week long. Philip Rivers amped himself up for the MVP award with these wins over the Steelers. At Pittsburgh, nice. at Seattle, yeah. at Kansas yes. City. Philip Rivers yes. has to take that next step off. This team hasn't made the playoffs since 2013. He's got a 4-5 playoff record with 11 touchdowns and 9 interceptions and an 85 quarterback rating. Philip Rivers has to get past the AFC Championship game this year. Weekdays, 7 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. You want to be sedated? I want to be sedated. You want to be sedated? You want to go to DailyRoto.com. The NBA lineup optimizer is now available. It means you can use the same tools and projections that DailyRoto.com NFL premium subscribers are using to win each week for NBA DFS contests. So DailyRoto.com has produced seven separate FanDuel and DraftKings Million Dollar Tournament winners and millions more in cumulative prizes. So if you're playing DFS and you aren't using the Daily Roto tools, projections, and optimizers, you're doing it wrong. And you're at a competitive disadvantage. Just like Wrong. Cody Weiss used to say that Notre Dame was going to have a decided <laughs> schematic advantage. Right, I can remember a, that. Actually. You'll have a decided competitive disadvantage if you don't use Daily Roto. But uh, Charlie Weiss was totally wrong. I'm completely right, obviously. So go to DailyRoto.com and click on Go Premium. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. That's DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. So Are you, you at a competitive had... disadvantage if you're sedated? I don't know. Depends what you're doing. You know, you're playing sure. video games, you could just ease out. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. When you're making your bets over at, uh, you know, BetDSI. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, under you don't any want to be sedated? of any kind of sedation, yeah. Yeah. drug, Fair or enough. booze. But, I mean, who... Like percentage of people gambling that are you know sedated taking on a little, is high. Taking on, no, taking on a little booze. I mean, it's a, the Venn diagram of those right. two. It's a yeah. nearly concurrent circle. Yeah, so, it's like NBA players with tattoos. True, true. Once Cherokee Parks. I mean, I'm going old right. school here. Once <laughs> Cherokee Parks was like had full sleeves. I was like, I think we've turned right. the page here. I think yeah. tattoos are universally acceptable. mainstream. Yeah, sure. he was like a sort of you know. Uh, white bread guy from Duke, and then uh, six years in the league. Get that like, in. <laughs> Cherokee, neck tats. Nice. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So what do you got from Dr. A? Oh, so, you know, we go through all these players and stuff, and I even ba- bounced off him the idea of Tyron Smith wearing a knee brace on the elbow. And just so you know, he said that is fine, sound medical practice. But in yeah. any event, um, as it relates to Odell Beckham and the quad, you know, he was really – he latched onto this idea that Odell and his camp are going to get a second opinion. And he said that that usually signals the idea that there may be a disconnect between the player and the team, you know, that he doesn't like what he's hearing from the team. And, you know, he was kind of like a surprise scratch that we heard about on Saturday last week. And it sounds like he doesn't like what he's hearing from the team. He's going to go get a second opinion. I think Odell Beckham is a legitimate question mark for Sunday. 
and um, going forward because the Giants don't really have much to play for either, right? And Odell, as we know, cares about him and his brand. So he might be like, nah, 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 I don't care what the team doctor says. I need to, I need to take care of me. I need to shut it down. Yeah, look, I, I heard a little bit of that, but it's, it's really hard for me to know like, exactly what's happening there. If you're the team... And, and you know we'll get to the playoff scenarios sure. in a moment. But if if you're the team, you're trying to. So the in, there's an interesting dynamic here with Odell because look, all put all the drama. I, I, you can't put it away, but you, the drama surrounding Odell, you had to put a bunch of it away once they gave him the long term contract, and he was a good citizen for the the run up to it. You had to just say, "All right, look, what's what is water under the bridge? Yeah, no more nonsense, and uh, you're here long term." And then what was interesting, and you know, a couple of things like you see Sterling Shepard throwing tantrums during the losing streak, and yeah. you're like, eh, "Is that a, is that an Odell influence?" And like he got away with it, so other guys think he can get get away with it. You start to have those broken windows discussions theory. or external discussions. What was that? Broken windows theory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but just a week ago, leading up to that Washington game, Odell said the exact thing right. you want him to say as a leader of a team. That's right. Like, we're not here to, like, play out the string. We're, we're trying to win all these right. games. We're going to be gonna tough gonna outs. Spoiler, yeah. and then we're going to be tough outs. And I've actually said that about the Giants for like historically, they're not the team that folds up shop usually, uh, and I actually thought that they would be a tough out in some of these games. You know, they they were oddly one in seven. I know they didn't play good football, but they lost a crazy one on a long, long field goal. Right. They lost a tight one in Atlanta. Uh, they lost you know by five to Jacksonville by a touchdown to Dallas. They weren't getting blown off the field except that one night in Philly where you're like, all right, that's the end of the road. They're one and four, yeah. and they just got cru- – uh, one and five, they just got crushed by Philly. But they played hard the next two weeks even though they lost them. Then they beat the Niners, beat Tampa, lost to Philly by a field goal, beat the Bears in overtime, and just destroyed Washington. So now it gets tough again. They play the Titans at Colts Cowboys. They're not going to be favored in any of those games. But and that's the other overlay, Blewett, honestly. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, but that's the thing. No, when, yeah, when, we also, when we talk about, like, oh, teams tanking, blah, 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 right? We always say the players are always giving their best effort. The way organizations tank is by in the front office. This is a team, Blewett. The Giants have already put Landon Collins on IR. You know what I mean? So yeah. the idea of, like... And if there's some kind of injury to Odell, it is very easy for them to just be like, he's done. He's out. That was, that's how the Giants could you know, position themselves for Justin Hebert, in fact. By the way, you know? I stand And no one would care. On the favorites, the Giants are actually favored by They are favored. Game. Trust I me, that. I know, because I've made one of my picks as Tennessee plus two this week. So there you go. Um, I think I'll be doing that, too. I should just jump on the bandwagon of all of my own picks. So I just <laughs> – I, I don't want any – But you know what I mean? If the Giants are going to tank in any way, shape, or form, it's very easy. No one would bat an eyelash to sit Odell Beckham. Um, I, I agree. Um. So I just wonder, like, how much does the team want to put him out there? It, it'll be interesting to watch. I think if I'm an Odell owner, though, in fantasy, you can't feel good at all right now. You have to just assume that you won't see him the rest of the way. I think if you're a Keenan Allen owner, 
I, that didn't look good to me at all last night. No. I, I don't know if he can walk that one off. That's missing some time. 16. Yeah, so they might hold him out to the playoffs. You know, that's right. Especially considering what they have on the line. They, they've you know they, they've seen that they can win without Melvin Gordon. They won without Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen last night. If Gordon came Kansas back City and, and Allen in was Kansas out. City coming from yeah. 14 down, like that's a pretty it, good proof point. Yeah, if Gordon was out and Allen was, or rather, if Allen was out and Gordon was back in, I think they'd feel okay about it. So uh, it's a good point, though. Uh, interesting debate, and I think you're going to see some other guys. Look, I, teams don't often hold team guys out in Week 16. We have seen it a little bit in the past, but historically, it's usually wait until Week 17 because if you're snagging a bye anyway, or you're locked into the four seed or the five seed. That's a little different, but like shutting it down in week 16 is pretty rare. The Colts did it that one year when they were 14 and 0 and they gifted the Jets um, that win. And then the Jets, remember it? Like, it was the 2009 season. Trust me, I've never, I do. Seen, that, I've never seen that happen before in my life. And the Jets went that, in and did their they thing. Get, I know. They got gifted two wins. It was ridiculous. I never saw that before in my life. But anyway. Let's talk about the playoff scenarios for Week 15. So the Rams have already clinched the NFC West. The Saints have already clinched the NFC South. Uh, The Saints can clinch a first-round bye with a win plus a Chicago loss. Um, So think about that in terms of what they have on the line at Carolina. Uh, The Panthers are just fighting for their lives, though. I I wonder. I wonder if they they can two games against the Saints. Yeah, I just wonder if they can give them a game here. They, you've got to figure they give them the game at home, uh, yes. having lost five in a row. So this is their season. For, yeah. And if I'm Carolina, this is my season. I know I got to play the Saints That's twice. This is the one I get them in my place on national TV with my crowd ready to go. Like if I win this week, I'm still live. But if they lose, you know, uh, it's a problem. Especially if say like Minnesota wins, which I actually think they uh, they will. So, you know, they need this one. Yeah, they have to think of it in this term. Like, they lose this, then the best they can do is eight wins. Right. You already have Seattle there. So, Seattle, and and I think Minnesota gets a win this week, and that would make them seven, six, and one. Right. So, you got to start looking at the other teams that can get to eight wins, and like, what are you going to do to differentiate yourself? You know, a three game winning streak for them is a lot to ask, especially with two against the Saints, but it's uh, do or die for them. So, uh, I I think they could play them tough, but I'd still like the Saints there. So, uh, the the Rams, uh, they clinch a first-round bye with a win and a Chicago loss. Uh, Chicago clinches the NFC North division title if they win, or Minnesota loses. So, um, And they clinch a playoff berth even if they just tie and Washington loses or ties. So uh, Bears looking good right there. I, I think they win and get the NFC North division title with two games to spare. Um, if you told me at the beginning of the year, I might have raised an eyebrow. But after they, like I've said many times, I was fading the Bears a little bit. But once they obtained Khalil Mack, all bets were off. The way the Packers have played and Vikings have played, it obviously isn't surprising. And I would have put the Bears as a dark horse. I did not put them in the playoffs, I don't think. But no. I had them as a dark horse. Uh, yeah. I think what were my I thought they were one year picks? I thought they were one year early. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. way I felt about them. But uh your wild cards I in had, the NFC. I definitely were, had two NFC South and two NFC North the, teams. Yep. Your wild cards in the NFC with the New Orleans Saints and the Green Bay Packers. Right. So I had Minnesota and Right. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. The you had Minnesota and Atlanta, correct. The only thing I'll say, though, I know Atlanta is a Super Bowl pick for me. I had them losing, beating the Saints in the NFC 
championship game. I remember Not when true. I mapped. No? Not true. But you, but if you want to go there, it does look, make you look better. You actually had them beating the Los Angeles Rams, so that's fine. All right. Well, either way. <laughs> I mean, it's still a cra- crappy pick. Don't get me wrong. It's terrible. But I thought I had the Saints there. All right. Well, either way, the Rams. So I hedged my bet a little bit. Uh, so uh, let's see. Next one. Dallas Cowboys uh, clinched the NFC East Division title with a win. How about that? Cowboys yeah. with two games to spare. But it would be now the... 14th year in a row that the NFC East division different title champion. will change hands. I, mean, I think it's going to be real really tough amazing. for them in Indianapolis, though. I, mean, I think amazing. this is an interesting challenge. It is amazing. The parity that the, the, of that division. The revolving door of that kind of uh, stalwart blue chip division. You're absolutely right. It's interesting because even Washington gets in there sometimes. I'm trying, I think the Steelers have probably won the last uh, it's not. Three, it's nothing compared two? to the Patriots, though. <laughs> no, they've won 17 you know? of 18. The last time right. they lost was when Brady got hurt. When Brady got hurt. They 11. still won 11 and 5 that year, I think. Yeah, what's up, Matt Castle? So yeah. uh, Seattle Seahawks, they clinch a playoff berth with a win. Uh, and sure that's do. Scotty Angle let me know about that last hour. Got to like that one. So there'll be a nine wins uh, after this week, you would think. Hey, Blewett, uh, I hate to say it, but yeah. what happens if the Baltimore Ravens win as they are favored to do at home against Tampa and then the Pittsburgh Steelers do not win as they are uh, favored to do against So who does Miami play this week? I mean, the Steelers are going to be in a dogfight. Like, the Steelers are going to be in the fight. That tie is going to be real important for the Steelers, potentially. Miami's at Minnesota, so that's a rough one. But Tennessee is at New York. Yeah. It could be Tennessee. And who does Indianapolis have? They have these Dallas Cowboys coming to town. That's right. So, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of big games. Yeah. This week, and watch this and watch what happens when if Denver gets the win at home against Cleveland, they're right back in it, too, for that, that spot. It yeah. is going to be a dogfight. I really believe you're going to have, you know, Pittsburgh at, like, 7-6-1. You know, and then you're going to have whatever, you know, maybe Tennessee at eight, Baltimore at, at eight, you know, Denver at seven. This is going to be a dogfight. The Steelers, the Steelers are in trouble. absolutely have to win one of the next two. Yeah, they're in trouble. I think they're going two of three. I don't know which one they're going to win. I don't think they're winning this Sunday. I, don't, I, would, I would pick this Sunday over New Orleans. But to be honest, right <sighs> now, I'm saying they absolutely have to win it. But I, I, you know what? Let me back off my previous statement. I don't know that they're going to go two of three. They absolutely have to go two of right. three. But I don't know. Well, that they're they going to. They might reasons. finish eight, seven, and one. And I don't think that gets them in. I don't think it does either. So uh, keep going. Uh, Kansas City. They did uh, clinch yes. their playoff berth. They did not clinch the AFC West division title or a first round bye. Uh, the Patriots. Uh, clinched the AFC East division title with a win uh, and a Miami loss. So they need both of those to happen. Uh, they clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Tennessee loss. A um, couple other scenarios there. The Texans clinched the AFC South division title with a win and wow. an Indy loss and a Tennessee loss. So they need a bunch there to happen. Uh, they clinch a playoff berth with uh, – there's eight different scenarios in which they can clinch a playoff berth. Um they have to they have to win th- this weekend, and they'll have a good chance of being in. That's the reality. The Texans will be at 10 wins, and that basically guarantees it for them, even yeah. if it's not mathematically clinched. I don't see the other teams right. p- pushing up to 10 wins, Indianapolis ripping off three or Tennessee ripping off all three. Um, it could challenge them, but we'll see. Uh, and the last one, the Chargers clinched their playoff berth last night uh, with the win. So uh, kudos to them. 
uh, and that's it for the playoff scenarios. Um, yeah, Steelers probably in the roughest spot right now of all the teams that we're looking at that we felt good about a couple of weeks right. ago. They're the ones in the toughest spot. I, I guess if you're a Carolina fan and you're at 6-2, and two, you're feeling pretty good. But uh, that has really fallen apart, whether Cam's 100% healthy or not. Um, they've lost some brutal games in this five-game losing streak. They got destroyed by the Steelers, the one-pointer in Detroit, which I really needed. And they missed a two-point conversion there late. A field goal to Seattle, which that was a home game. And then they lose at Tampa and at Cleveland. Uh, Shout-out to the Browns for playing a lot better. But still, that Tampa game, uh, that was a stunner, too. I mean, Carolina, honestly, Dean, they could have clinched me two unders already. And they, they lost to the Lions <laughs> and the Bucks. And uh, Now, the Browns. They're not helping you? They're not helping no. you out? So the Browns, just to keep you know continue the conversation, the Browns have won three of four. That's right. Uh, their only losses to the Texans. They got, you know, they got beat up on. Greg sure. Williams has won more games in his tenure than Hugh Jackson. Oh yeah, he sure has. Yeah, three or four there. Uh, Hugh got fired after the Steelers game, right? I believe that's correct. Thirty-three eighteen after week eight. I believe. I believe so. Um, so here we are now. Their final three at Denver, hosting Cincinnati at Baltimore. Not easy. Denver in the fight. Baltimore in the fight. Cincinnati. Not so much. You know, not so much. Maybe turning the page from Marvin Lewis. I'll believe it when I see it, right. to be honest. But I remember when they fired Hugh, I remember asking you, what do you do if Greg Williams goes like 4-1 and one with this They're team? They're not keeping him. I don't think so either, but, like, the idea of, you know, like, the Bruce Arians or something like that, like, if they get a big old offensive guru guy, yeah, yeah. wouldn't they just, like – keep greg williams and let him run they the defense. could they could but <clears throat> the coach coming in probably won't like that a right. shop for his own groceries <laughs> but he may be beholden to what john dorsey wants to do and, and right. if john dorsey and miles garrett's playing his his tail off and denzel ward obviously has proven to be yeah. a, a solid first round pick so if they feel like they're getting results out of the defense uh, they might might want to keep Greg Williams around. Now, to be fair, they've given up the 31st most yards, uh, or rather the second most yards in the league. They're 30th in the league in allowing first right. downs. They've given up the most passing attempts, the second most passing yards. So, And like on the rushing side of things, they've given up 15 rushing touchdowns. That's 30th in the league. 28th most yards. Statistically, this doesn't look pretty. They just played better football for the last month. Dana and I have come back with our picks after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract they've helped thousands of people and they're a plus rated with a bbb so if you feel scammed get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed call n-o-w 800-804-7060 800-804-7060 that's 800-804-7060 the morning after. Roger Goodell doesn't like when he has to do anything. Oh, yeah, no he doubt. He just wants to get paid $48 million a year. Yeah. Kareem Hunt, isn't there a golf tournament coming up this week? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Raiders, well, uh, really? I, I gotta worry. Like, oh, why don't we just put him in a city that we just left to send? Dude, I was gonna say, think how hostile is gonna be. Yeah, but hey, hey, San Diego, what are they gonna do? Throw surfboards out? No, they're not gonna do nothing. They really don't care about it that Everybody much. throwing sand. But hey, boom. It, Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Bavona producing, bringing us back with some food. Love it. It's Football Friday. And if you want to wager, I need you to go over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, and player props, where you can utilize your DFS skill without salary cap constraints. You're going to even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV with our man Nick. That's right. Survivor. Survive in advance. like March Madness. That's right. Or get an edge with live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. Tons of ways that you can make money. So use the promo code FNTSY101 when signing up and get a 100% bonus deposit match. Once you've opened up your account, go to DailyRoto.com, click on Contact Us, and send us your BetDSI username, and we'll give you one month of Daily Roto access totally free. Uh, that's access to all sports tools and optimizers. Head on over and open your account at BetTSI. That's promo code FNTSY101 to get your 100% bonus deposit match and one month free membership at DailyRoto.com. So uh, there you go. It's on to our picks, Dane Martinez. And right. I have had a rough couple of weeks here. I, I need yeah. to do a little bit more research in order to get back on the good foot. I've lost my last five picks, and I trail you by three, it looks like. so. Yeah, like three and a half, you know, because you only yeah. made two picks last week, so there's a yeah. weird little half game. But, you I'll know, try in to general. Do, I'll try to do four one of these weeks just so we get the even amount of picks. I think it's okay. uh, only fair to do it that way, but I'm not sure. going to do that this week. Uh, but since I'm trailing, uh, I'm going to let Dane go first, uh, and then Fair. maybe I can go the opposite way or pick different games from him. Yeah, it looks like you need to do something like that to uh, make up some ground. Just so you know, right now I am three over. You are five under, Mike. So I'm, I got a little bit of a uh, three or four game working margin. But there is three weeks left. All right. So, uh, you know, you, got a, you still got a chance. All right. You yeah, still got a chance. chance. Of course. All right. So, um, you know, I got to tell you, I, and I, I don't mean to pile on. I know you're a Steelers fan, Blewett, but I'm taking New England minus, <laughs> minus the points in Pittsburgh. To your point, you've talked about this all week long. 
the, the, the Steelers are just not playing well. The Steelers are just not playing well right now, and I believe the Patriots, you know, are that team who are not going to get upset. I think they are going to bring their A game when needed. I've said that I think what New England and Bill Belichick will do will apply what they did against Minnesota, doubling Thielen, doubling Diggs. I think they'll do it with A, B, and Juju. I don't think Samuels and the run game is really there. I think they're going to force Big Ben to look to other players like Washington, like Vance McDonald. I don't think they get it done. I'm also encouraged, quite frankly, that I saw the line earlier this week at three, and it's apparently on the FanDuel Sportsbook down to two and a half. So give me the New England Patriots on the road minus the two and a half. Blew it. Uh, you see this at two and a half? It was at three. So money is coming in on Pittsburgh? Yeah, they're awesome. They're gonna be. Okay. They're gonna be great this weekend. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I got nothing. I got nothing for but you. You know what I mean? Like I, I play like think hell that's for the, a month. Right. I didn't think that's the way the line. What would the hell be. happened in that Panthers Steelers game? Yeah. What happened to that team? Both huh? teams fell apart. Well, the Steelers James won by thirty points. James yeah, Conner is a big difference. There. Yeah, that's not the only difference. They play like crap against Jacksonville. Yeah. They lost to Denver because they turned the ball over a million times. Listen, I don't know. They like they won fifty two twenty one on a Thursday night. I'm like, boom. Seven, two, and one. We're doing it. Tell me about it. (laughs) I don't care who was quarterbacking. Josh Dobbs should have started, and they still could have won that game by 10. But anyway, the Panthers have lost every game since, and the Steelers have too. Yeah. They got the lucky uh, against Jacksonville. So, by the way, that's why I'm picking New England. Minus two and a half at Pittsburgh as one of my first picks. You want me to reel them off, right, so you know what to uh, avoid or go heads up against? All right. Yes, sir. Uh, I alluded to another pick. Listen. I'm taking your boys, Blewett. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. This to, me is a, this to me is the classic case of the Titans really have all that they need to play for in front of them. Um, I like the way they play. They keep it, you know, keep it in a phone booth, keep it sloppy. And I think, and they're getting points. I think they're just straight up. They're a better team than the Giants, and they're getting points. And also, this news with Odell Beckham, we talked about Dr. Ray, and you know, I question on some level the Giants' motivations. I agree with you, Blewett, that they are this kind of blue-chip organization that that's going to roll over and die. But without Odell Beckham, I, if that's the case, I do believe that the Titans will be able to key in on Saquon. I do believe they'll be able to force Eli into the fetal position a couple of times. And I think there's a non-zero chance Blew it that we see some Kyle Laletta in the second half. Give me the Tennessee Titans plus two at MetLife Stadium on the road. And Tennessee IR'd two players, uh, John Smith, the tight end, oh, yeah. who took over tight for end. Delaney Walker, and more importantly, Jack Conklin, Ooh, uh, starting tackle. So Interesting. Um, that is a bad loss for them. So Derrick Henry owners that actually played him and were hoping for a continued run, I think their run game could be hurt a little bit. Mariota's uh, protection, he's right tackle, yeah. so uh, it's not Deion Lewis protection, action. but uh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. But that's a bad injury to their offensive line, so keep going. Definitely true. Definitely true. You make a great point. I still think Tennessee, just because, listen, to to our point, you know, they need to win some games. They could, you know, they could still get into the playoffs. So I do like Tennessee, and I'm getting points too, so I'll take them. In your deeper My- leagues, I saw Anthony Frisker getting picked up Oof. in the John o. Smith's Oof. backup. So we're diving in. Yeah, listen, I'll take Vernon Davis as a tight end pickup over him. Uh, remember with no Jordan Reed, I think he's actually an interesting name that we haven't talked about much this week. My third pick blew it. Um, to me, these are just teams going in opposite directions. And uh, listen, last week, 
the Chicago Bears kept the Los Angeles Rams in Chicago down to six points. This week, Aaron Rodgers comes to town, but this Packers de- Packers team is, I think, depleted. You know, this is Aaron Rodgers trying to work magic with Devontae Adams and not a whole lot else. The Bears defense was able to stifle the Rams. I think they can do it again with the Packers. The Bears have everything to play for. The Packers mathematically, while uh, of you know, alive aren't really. I think this team is somewhat crumbling. They're going to hit a different part of their cycle, you know, with a new head coach. I see that the line right now, the last time I checked, blew it. That line was six. I'm going to check it again to make sure it still is six. Give me the Chicago Bears at home minus six against their division rival, Green Bay. They get to make a statement and see, show the Packers that they have arrived. Remember, they lost to the Packers on the Aaron Rodgers coming off the cart early in the season. I think the Bears get it done minus six against Green Bay. Okay, so on to me. Uh, I'm right out of the gate. I'm taking the Seahawks. I think they're going to mm. clinch the playoff berth right here. The Scott Niners, you want to talk? You want to talk about depleted? I I don't really want to lay that hook three and a half, but uh, the Niners have played some teams tight. But I think we're getting to the time of the season where the cream is rising to the top, and the you know the the teams that are struggling through the season are, are really starting to struggle now. I, I get that the Raiders pulled off a win, and but this is the time of year where teams are like, all right, man, this is like. Yep. Let's get that U-Haul going, as Marshall Falk likes to say. When's my tea time? <laughs> yeah, so let's get that U-Haul uh, going and so I can get home where it's warm for the summer uh, or for the uh, the winter break, whatever you want to call it. So I'll take the, the Seahawks getting that uh, playoff berth clinched, uh, laying the three and a half. Uh, the other game I'm looking at, Rams-Eagles. I don't want to lay mm. the points there, uh, but I think the Rams come back and explode offensively. So I need the Eagles to score just like 14 points or so to get me over there, but I'll take that over 52-and-a-half. It is a high number, uh, but I just do think the Rams get everything back um, lined up the way they needed to. I think McVay is going to be game-planning extra hard to make sure that this offense is clicking as they head into late December. So I'll take that over there, 52-and-a-half. you have any and comments And for us, there? Hopefully, uh, hopefully Josh Reynolds is part of that, huh? No kidding, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have a question for you. So if you like that over 52 and a half, I've Mm -hmm. been saying this week, sneaky, and I may have to do it myself in PPR formats. I like Darren Sproles this week, blew it. You know, Clement is gone, right? He's on IR. Josh Adams profiles as really an early down back who won't be on the field and what's likely an up and down kind of game. You know what I mean? With, uh, and with Foles and, uh, Foles and Sproles, they have some chemistry, some experience. I think Foles can catch like seven balls in this game. And the soft part of this Rams defense is really the, the linebacking core right. and not, not tracking down back. So that has, is actually an interesting sneaky play, certainly yeah. for DFS and in your, in your deeper leagues where you've lost some guys. And Listen, you I have, have a league, Damian Williams and Justin Jackson. Where, yeah. I have a league where I, had, I have Spencer Ware, on Johnson, James Conner, you know, who have taken me to the playoffs. So this week, I'm starting Sony Michelle. I'm going to listen about James Conner, and I may plug in Darren Sproles. Hmm. I know, it sounds crazy, but, you yeah. know, I'm painting into a corner. What is the last one? I'm looking at a couple here. You know, <laughs> I, I think I think the one I'm going to go with, because I'm trying to be different from you, too, right. to some extent. God, the Raiders-Bengals game. What a horrendous oh, game. Oh, God. <laughs> But that's big for people that have the Bengals over because the Bengals are sitting at five wins right now, and they need to get to six and a half. And getting the Raiders here late is clutch for them. Only three. Yeah. And they have, after that, 
there at Cleveland, at Pittsburgh. So um, these next two weeks are going to be big for those people that have Cincinnati, even though they're playing a bad brand of football. So the last one I'm going to take, is may shock you, I'm going to take the Colts. I, I think as, as good as Dallas has been playing defensively, I like, I, I like Indianapolis at home here. I'd like it if it was two and a half. I see this being a tight game. But I'll take the Colts. I like Andrew Luck late. I don't see Dak Prescott continuing the extravaganza that he had in the fourth quarter against Philly last week, and the Colts are a lot better defensively. So that's my picks. I'll talk to you on Sunday, folks, on Lineup Lock Live and FST and Dana, and we'll be back here next week. Good luck in all your semifinal playoffs.